EA Metacast, August 2009. This Metacast announcement is going out over the Escape Pod, Podcastle, and Pseudopod feeds, so if it sounds familiar, it's because you've heard it before. Feel free to skip it. There's no story here either. This is a state of the podcasting company address for those who are curious. And I'll also make some announcements about upcoming merchandise, a fun contest with fabulous prizes that's nice and easy for you to enter, and how the two relate. More on that later. My name is Ben Phillips. I'm the chief editor of Pseudopod, the horror fiction podcast. And as of this calendar year, I'm also the managing editor of Escape Artists Incorporated as a whole, which brings you Pseudopod, Podcastle for Fantasy, and of course Escape Pod, still the high emperor of free science fiction audio since its inception in 2005. First off, you asked for them, so solid plans are in the works for t-shirts. And you can help us come up with what should be written on them. Taglines, in other words. Like, Escape Pod, The Future Is Now, Podcastle, It's What's For Second Breakfast, Pseudopod, The Streets Will Run Red With The Blood Of The Non-Listeners, whatever. You can do better than we can. Send your submission by September 15th, 2009 to contest at escapeartists.net. You can submit a tagline for any one of the three podcasts, or for Escape Artists in general. You can submit taglines for all of them. You can submit ten taglines for each one of them. But you don't need to. More details can be found on our contests board at forum.escapeartists.net. Now I'm going to let you hear briefly from some of the other principals involved. To kick it off, here's the man who started it all and wrote me into it. My old college buddy and founder not only of Escape Artists, but also the fiction critique group we used to be in together, where we solidified our radical views on genre limitations or lack thereof. Here he is. Steve Ely. Hi. It's been a while. So, have you been? Good? You're looking good. Did you lose weight? All right. Getting real. What Ben has said to you so far, he's said it's the guy who's running Escape Artists Incorporated. Why is he running Escape Artists? Because I asked him to. Quite bluntly, I realized I just couldn't do it anymore. If you've listened to Escape Pod long enough, you've heard me talking about having some mental health interesting times. You've seen my occasional supreme lack of organization and some consequences thereof. And you've heard me wax very passionately on the desire to keep short fiction strong in SF, but without doing enough to reach out to the rest of the community. And now, as more people than ever are involved in Escape Artists, and as our three podcasts are being recognized as primary institutions in their genres, we have the potential to do some amazing things. And more and more, I've been feeling like I'm holding it back. This is bigger now than one guy, especially one guy with a day job that's really motivating for a change, a second child on the way, and an ADD mind that's much more suited to big vision than keeping schedules in order day to day. I'm still the owner of this company, but that needs to change. I still have my motivation for story, but the business of story is something that other people on our team are better at than I am. My personal mission now is to empower the right people to kick ass and then get my ass out of the way. So here's what's going to happen in a nutshell. First, I'm going to stop owning this company. As of about, oh, now, Escape Artists Incorporated is beginning the bureaucratic process of reincorporating as a non-profit and filing for 501c3 tax-exempt status. This is something we talked about internally for a while, and I'd researched it seriously in 2006, before it became a business at all. At the time, it seemed too complex for what still felt like a hobby. Now it's time. This has some benefits for you, 
assuming we get approved, and I make no promises on how long that'll take. If you're a U.S. citizen, any donations to us will be tax-deductible. And we can still do advertising and all of that. But the real reason is it just seems to fit better what we're doing. My feelings on making money from this have changed. And not just because the economies kept us from making any money anyway. All of these podcasts have missions that are about keeping a certain type of story alive. A certain spirit, a certain imagination, a certain energy. Going non-profit means that no one person, including me, can break that spirit. No one owns it. It means decisions made by a board putting the community first. It's not going to be simple, and probably won't be cheap. And if you're considering donating, I'll get to that in a minute. Please, please, please don't hold off waiting for this. We need to stay alive long enough to get there. And by the way, if any lawyers are listening and can help us, I'd love it if you drop me a line. Steve at EscapeArtist.net That's the big picture. Smaller scale, let's talk about Escape Pod. I know people still think Escape Pod equals Steve Ely. That's probably because I talk too much. But the managing end of Escape Pod has almost completely been Jeremiah Tolbert for a while now. He's been doing the story selection. He's been working with Nathan to do our audio editing. He's lining up the story schedules. He's been doing the work. And he's succeeding at it. And, by the way, there's been a little bit of blog brouhaha lately from people thinking two stories they don't like in a row means there's been some sort of sea change in the kinds of stories EP is running. Not really true. Stories bought by Jeremy have been running since about EP 190. If you like Sumo 21 or Exhalation, that's the one about the world powered by air pressure, you like Jeremiah Tolbert's story selection. He's as good at this as I am. Actually, much better, since he's completely turned around our response time issues and is actively soliciting work for more name authors. But I'm still hosting Escape Pod, right? Right. Well, actually, I'm kind of sharing that too. I already have been. You've heard plenty of guest hosts here, and that's been kind of fun. We can keep doing that too. But it's been the intention for a while to try to find someone who can help out with it regularly, so that nothing falls behind if Steve flakes. We've found our co-host. We've brainwashed him into it. And I'm pleased to report that Norm Sherman of the Drabblecast will be officially co-hosting Escape Pod. Norm's work has always stirred my envy. The boy doesn't just talk and narrate amazingly good Flash stories. He also writes songs and does Foley effects and educates us on the dangers of freakish marine life. We're lucky to have Norm on the team. And no, this doesn't mean I'm vanishing. I like reading things out loud too much, and, well, I like you guys too much to just go away. That sounds cheesy, but it's true. So those are the big announcements. One smaller thing, we've been having complaints and confusion and just general bad vibes about some of the blog comments on our stories. It's sort of an oddity that we have two separate communities for each podcast. There are our discussion forums at forum.escapeartists.net, and then we also allow comments on the blog itself. The forums have a pretty good crowd and are well-moderated thanks to strong efforts by some great volunteers. The blog discussions are less moderated, and while it's easier to just post a quick line there, they also tend to be prone to a lot of hit-and-run snipery and anonymous bad behavior. In a few cases, it's actually discouraged some of our authors and narrators from wanting to work with us again. And that's crossing a line. The editors have talked, and at least for the near future, Escape Pod's answer is that new episodes are going to have blog comments disabled, and we'll post a link instead to the discussion thread in the forums. I'm sorry if that's an annoyance for you, 
but it only takes 30 seconds to sign up in our forums, and it is a good community. If you have strong opinions for or against, please let us know about it at forum.escapeartists.net. Finally, donations. All right, Ben was going to talk about this more, but then we kind of felt that maybe I should, because I sound nicer. It comes to this. 2009 is a shitty year to be a donation-based project. Our audience numbers are good, not growing fast, but holding well, at twenty to 25,000 for Escape Pod, and eight to 10,000 for Podcastle and Pseudopod. These are really healthy numbers, and I love you all. But donations? Not so good. We've been in the red for several months now. Besides the stories, we have some paid staff, and we're trying our best to pay our editors. We haven't had a month in a while where everyone who was supposed to get paid got paid. I've refused to be paid. I've had to put more money in from my personal savings a couple times, and I personally haven't taken any money out from my own company in over a year. That's not a we-look-at-me-I'm-so-noble declaration. I'm just letting you know where we are. I know a lot of folks are out of work right now. I know money's tight everywhere. Our content's always free, and I won't ask you to do anything stupid. If it comes to donate ten bucks to support our authors or feed your family, go. Feed your family. I think most of our authors would tell you the same. But if you can spare it, if you've been thinking you might for a while and haven't done it yet, this would be the time. We're building out advertising, but it won't happen instantly. And in the meantime, we're facing having to make decisions like cutting our story rates or going bi-weekly because the cash flow just isn't there. We need your help. I'm not dramatizing, it's just how it is. If you want to give a one-time donation, that's great. We'd love to have your support. But the best thing you can do to help would be to click the $5 a month button on any one of our podcast sites. That's a single cup of coffee to a lot of people these days, but to us it means support we can plan for month to month, that we can budget in. Either way, anything you can do for us will earn our sincere gratitude and keep these podcasts going with stories week after week. Please think about it. And whatever you do, keep spreading the word about us. Finally, one more cheerful note. Dragon Con's coming up in a couple of weeks here in Atlanta. You, me, and 50,000 of your closest fan friends. Once again, I'll be joining up with Cunning Minx, and we'll be co-hosting an Escape Pod Poly Weekly meetup. Sunday, September 6th, 11 a.m. at the Gordon Biersch Brew Pub. This will be our third year in a row, and it's a lot of fun and a great way to make new friends. At least, for me it is. It helps me get over my shyness. So I hope to see you there, and either way you'll be hearing me on the podcast. I'm passing the mic on now. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being as cool as you are, whoever you are, and have fun. Hello, this is Podcastle's Rachel Sversky. Ben asked me to say a few words on behalf of our podcast. Editing an audio magazine has been an adventure for me. I have training in theater and a master's degree in creative writing, but I've never tried any podcasting before the launch of our magazine in April 2008. We've been around for just over a year now, and I'm pleased to say that we've achieved an audience of about 8,500 listeners. In our first year, we've been immensely pleased to bring our audience work by luminaries in the field like Tanith Lee, Peter S. Beagle, and Jeffrey Ford. Work by people whose careers are just catching fire like Sarah Prinius. Work by perennial escape artists' favorites like Ray Van Eekout and Tim Pratt and Eugene Foster. And work from newer authors like Gord Seller and Tina Connolly. One thing Ben asked me to do was call out some of the many people it takes to make PodCastle function from week to week. First of all, we're insanely grateful to Steve Ely, our founder, and to Ben Phillips, our current managing director. 
Alistair Stewart, although primarily associated with Pseudopod, has been a great help with various behind-the-scenes things. We're also very pleased to be working with Jeremiah Talbert, who is an amazingly talented man. We also thank the other Escape Artist staff, Inara DeLuna, who helps with administrative work, Matt Arnold, who works with Poddisc, and Paul Herring, who tackles the enormous task that is our books. For Podcastle specifically, Anne and I do most of the story selection, but there are a number of people who help us out. Dave Thompson has been an enormous help to the podcast team by rating the stories once we purchased them, and has recently been giving me some great story recommendations, too. I asked Mary Hobson to do an introduction on a whim sometime last year, and who knew she would turn out to be utterly amazing at it? Well, potentially anybody who'd spent any time talking to her. And I can't forget Podcastle's forum moderator, Hiradell, who I'm told goes by the name of Bill Peters in the daylight world. Perhaps the biggest help Podcastle has is our audio editors, since Anne and I don't really know our way around an MP3. We started out with the assistance of the magnificent Stephen Ely, and then the job was taken over by Nicole Thayer for several months. At the beginning of this year, we started working with Amanda Fitzwater, who has been an enormous boon to the podcast. Not only does she work entirely for free, responding rapidly to the quick changes in narrations and introductions and the perennial behind-the-scenes problems with file locations, file management, file extensions, file housing, files, files, files. She does so with good grace and humor, and from New Zealand. So as you can hear, there are a lot of people who contribute to helping Podcastle run, and I'm grateful to each of them. Some work for pay, some don't. But believe me, none of us are earning buckets of cash, or even, except for our contractors, minimum wage. We do what we do because we love stories. We love the stories that we bring to you, and we hope you love them too. That's Podcastle. Thanks for listening. This is Ben Phillips again. I could babble at you myself about pseudopods since I'm still its chief editor, but I think I'll let the charming Manx guy take it away. Hello, I'm Alistair, and I host Pseudopod, Escape Artist's weekly horror fiction magazine. I remember years ago reading Douglas Adams' bio in the front of The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and being just a little bit jealous of all the jobs he'd done. A few years later, given that I've worked as a comic store manager, local journalist, civil service porter, the world's most polite and least effective bouncer, and now master of ceremonies for the largest horror fiction market on the planet, I'm not so jealous anymore. I'm two years into hosting the show, and in those two years a lot has changed. We're now regularly topping 10,000 listeners, and have produced over 150 episodes featuring stories from authors at every level of the field. We featured stories from Stoker Award winners like David Nickel, podcasting icons like Scott Sigler and Matt Wallace, and up-and-coming stars like David Barr-Kirtley, Grady Hendrix and Matthew Bay. We've even had a visit from one of the greats, running The Music of Eric Zahn by H.P. Lovecraft as our 100th episode, and have another in the wings, with a Mort Castle story scheduled to run later this year. Pseudopod works a very difficult beat, as we have to both unsettle and entertain every single week. Our editor, Ben Phillips, has an exceptional eye for a good piece of fiction, and the diverse range of stories we run is down entirely to his discernment and taste. Horror, all too often, is decried as Old Man Wilkins from the amusement park under a bedsheet spattered with fluorescent paint, or the sole province of 14-year-olds wearing death metal t-shirts, and the truth is, it's both, and it's neither. Horror doesn't have the distance of science fiction or fantasy, to say nothing of the reassurance inherent in both genres. No. Horror is immediate, happening here and now, down the street. Horror is someone telling you something that they cannot possibly know, a glimpsed familiar figure in the distance, the realisation that the calls are coming from inside the house. Horror is an intimate, personal genre, and despite this, 
an immensely inclusive one. There's room for us all, including the 14-year-olds in death metal t-shirts and even old man Wilkins. Which is why I love my job. Every week I get to introduce one of the best authors on the planet and watch as they terrify an audience that spans the globe. Because for me, the real secret of horror isn't that everyone gets scared, but that sometimes it's fun to be scared as part of a crowd. Just a couple of closing comments. I'm very proud to be a part of Escape Artists. Every one of these podcasts really pushes its respective genre forward and is a major player in the industry as a whole by dint of the sheer size of the audience. Sure, a lot of podcasts could have been escape pods, a lot of which could have been pseudopods, a lot of which could have been podcasts. That's going to happen, because the way we see it, genre boundaries aren't. Our cavalier view of genre limitations is part of what defines us as a company, and it is the reason you hear excellent fiction from us that may have slipped through the cracks of other fiction venues because of split hairs about whether it belongs there. We believe more than anything that great fiction belongs anywhere other than just a dusty corner of an author's house. We have a staff of serious professionals across the board. We have put an immense amount of our time, creativity, and energy into building the largest audiences of any fiction anthology podcast out there. If we weren't immensely proud of that and excited about it, we wouldn't still be doing this. And what makes it worthwhile is you, the listeners. So, from all of us at Escape Artists Incorporated, thank you. Please enjoy the shows, join the discussion at forum.escapeartists.net, and spread the word to other people who enjoy stories for their own sake. Sharing what we love is the reason we're here. This is Ben Phillips, Managing Editor of Escape Artists Incorporated, signing off for the EA Metacast of August 2009. Thank you for listening, and in the words of the guns and ammo dealer in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, have fun. Have fun.